Welcome back to Presence and Purpose, a show all about helping you build an authentic online presence and live out your God-given purpose. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Arndt. I built my brand strategy business back in the beginning of 2018 and quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. Now I help Christian coaches and service providers do the same. I'm here to help you attract the right clients and build a thriving online community with tangible tips, behind-the-scenes stories from women just like you, and lessons learned on all things branding, finding your people, sharing your message, and so much more. If you are flying by the seat of your pants in your business and letting family time slip through the cracks, you are going to love today's episode. I am talking with Ashley Price, who is a Christian relationship and homemaking expert, um, all about really doing a priority check, right? Um, Ensuring that we keep family first always. In this episode, she is sharing why Planning out business tasks is the key to avoiding avoiding burnout. How to set hard boundaries around family and business time so that we can really um, spend our time more intentionally and have more freedom in our life, in our business, um, and why we need to create calm and order in our home, um, how it'll impact not only us, but our family and our business as well. So I know you're going to love this episode, so here it is. Hey friends, today I am talking with Ashley Price. Ashley, welcome. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. So I would love to start out by having you share something that most people don't know about you. Oh, this is always my favorite one. We just played this game at a party last weekend. (laughs) Um, But I used to teach aerial arts and trained with the people at Cirque du Soleil when I did that. That is insane. Tell me more. Um, it was crazy. Yeah. So I worked at like a local gym that I cheered and danced at my whole life. And when, um, my friend Jeff was bringing in, he was like, I want to do aerial arts and things. He was like, you want to teach it? I'm like, yeah, I'm into that. And so, um, he had friends at Cirque du Soleil come in and like teach us the ropes. And so, yeah, I was teaching like advanced aerial arts. It was crazy. People were like literally like dropping from 30 foot ceilings by like their feet. It was crazy to teach them that. (laughs) That is so fun. Oh my gosh. They have a aerial arts like gym place um, near me here in Minnesota. And whenever I see the ads pop up on Facebook, I'm like, oh, that looks so cool. It's so so fun. (laughs) It's so fun. And like, it's, it's seriously, it's so much more like upper body. I feel like than people realize in core. Oh, totally. I I can totally see that. I love that. Um, (laughs) well, I would love if you could share kind of like who you are, what you do, um, and like what's gotten you to this point in your business. Cause I know this is not your first business. This is not the first thing you've done online. Yeah, this is crazy. So I, um, I used to be a copywriter and marketer, um, back in my nine to five days, I was the chief marketing officer of a fintech company. 
and um, I truly hated it. <laughs> I hated it. Um, it was so stressful all the time. And so it was so funny when I quit my nine to five and I was like, okay, I'm going to go do the online world thing. I went into copywriting and marketing and it was like, this is equally stressful. <laughs> maybe a little less pressure, but still just as stressful. And so I was working like 10 to 14 ish hours a day. And, um, so my Bishop actually said to me at church, this is so funny. He says to me, this was like two and a half years ago. He's like, I think that this business is not right for you and you need to focus on like being a wife and a mother and things like that. And I was so mad. Like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, how dare you say this to me? I was so angry. And like all these like girl boss vibes were like, coming out and I left church for a little bit because I was so angry. And I was like, how dare you tell me this is a terrible life choice? Um, and then it was so funny. So then I spent like some time really like studying the scriptures and praying about it and thinking about everything that I've always like wanted. And never in my entire life have I been like, I can't wait to work in an office. Like that has never been something I want ever yeah. in my whole life. And so I was like, yeah, I kind of always just wanted to like stay home and like bake cookies for like the PTA. And like, <laughs> that's what I want to do. Yeah. And so it was so funny when I met my husband and um, he had two boys and he was like, listen, like these are my feelings. I don't think you should have to work outside the home. Like, that's my feelings on that. And I'm like, well, great. Those are my feelings too. Um, and so, yeah, so I haven't been in a nine to five in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and he works so hard to make sure that I don't have to ever, even if I brought in no income at all, he's like, whatever, it's fine. Um, but it was so funny. So then people kept asking me like, why is your marriage so good? Why are your kids loving Jesus? why is your house clean? How do you have time to bake bread every day? Like, what are you doing? And so then finally, then I just became like a home and homemaking like mentor. And that's where we are. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I love, I love what you shared about, um, like hearing that and being like, Oh wait, that kind of is what I've always wanted to do is be home and have this vision of like, I never pictured myself, you know, being this, you know, person climbing the ladder. And I, I think about like, like I always looked forward to being a mom and I, I do love working, but I am very, um, I don't know, I guess traditional in some senses and non-traditional in other senses. Like I like doing things unconventionally. And so I love being able to be home. And of course I'm a single parent too. So that's a, a whole different thing, um, in itself you know, I would, I would love to talk about like putting family first, because that's something that I know is really important to you. And obviously, um, a huge focus of like the support that you're bringing women inside your membership. Um, but even just for like the women listening, family is so important. And, you know, we want to have our priorities, like God, family, then business. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I would just like, love to dive into that topic about like, how have you done that? Like, what are things that you've done to keep family first? Yeah, this is such a, it's such a good topic. Cause I think, I think a lot of women too feel like, oh, well, if I focus on my family, then I can't be the breadwinner. But I'll tell you right. My husband quit his job for six months because I was making so much money in my business that we, we like traveled. We went to Texas for six weeks, like 
you don't have to be like, oh, well, if I focus on my family, like we're poor, like, no, no, I promise that's not the case. But really, I think for me, it's about like setting really hard boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, that's like the number one, we homeschool too. So I like, not just because of COVID, like we full on homeschool. And so if I can homeschool and make fresh bread every day or whatever, everybody thinks I do (laughs) and run my business, I promise like you guys can do it too. And so we set, I set like really hard boundaries. So like I will, I get up with my husband like six o'clock in the morning, six 30. Um, cause he lives work about six 45. And so I'm up early. I get the kids up that early, mm-hmm. even though they're not like catching the bus anymore. I still get them up super early. We do breakfast and all those things. Um, Bible study with the kids before we start school and like, then we homeschool, which only takes us about an hour and a half a day. Yeah. And we cover four subjects mm-hmm. in an hour and a half. Um, and my kids are only what, six and eight. So like, we're not like doing calculus, but <laughs> we are like, we're still like getting them up to school work in. Yeah. Um, and then really like, it's like, they have free play to go do what they want. They can watch movies. They, they've got their tablets right this nanosecond. Cause I know that'll keep them entertained. Um, but we play outside, we go to the park, we do all these things. And I like, I only work on my business usually from like 10 30, 11 o'clock in the morning until probably like two 30, three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I only work on it three days a week. Yeah. So that's like the other thing, like I think is really important too, is like setting. So I set like really hard, hard deadlines for myself. Um, and I'm like, listen, we can't work past a certain time because I know that my kids need me. Like I'm going to tie, I do a quick like 20 minute tidy before like my husband gets home from work. Um, you know, we meal plan. That's really important too. Like knowing exactly what you're going to do for Mm -hmm. dinner instead of like a scramble. (laughs) Right. Um, they do, I put really hard limits on my business too. So like on Mondays, I only focus on my membership Mm -hmm. Tuesdays. I don't work at all. Wednesday is the only day of the week I do client work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I still have copywriting clients. So I do their work on Wednesdays. And if I have no client work I need to get done, then I take a day off. Yeah. In the middle. It's so good. And then Thursday is just marketing. And I yeah. schedule all my marketing activities for the week and that's it. I love that. Bing, yes. bang, boom, done. Like, I think, I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, if I run my business, I need, you know, so many hours. Right. But you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you for sure don't. And I, I promise right now that if you put your family and God first, that God will take care of your business. Yes. I totally like, believe that. Yeah. Ways you can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, just like the point that you made about um, thinking about how much time we think we need, like, I forget what the, there's a name for it, but it's like, you know, whatever container of time we give ourselves, like, that's how long the task is going to take. And that's something that I have been um, a lot stricter with myself about. And I've, I've noticed since the weather has gotten nice here in Minnesota, of course I wanted to be outside. I wanted to go to the beach. I wanted to do fun stuff with my daughter. Um, and it helped me just get really strict about like, these are the things I need to do. This is the time I have to do it. I'm going to get it done and we're going to go to the beach and we're going to unplug and we're going to have fun. And like, I still get all the things I need to get done because I have that, you know, block of time and I'm like, I need to get it done now. And so I'm going to yeah. focus. Um, cause I, I, 
I hear from a lot of women in the online space that like, and this is women like, you know, further than me in my business that they spend no more than like, you know, 20 hours on their business. But even then, and I feel like, especially when, especially when you're new in business, like you don't even need to be spending that much time on your business. And of Mm -hmm. course, like, you know, anyone listening, like take this with a grain of salt because it's like, you know, I don't, I don't know specifically what you're doing in your business. Like, you know, maybe that's, that's not the case and you want to put in that time, um, up front, but that's something I wish I did sooner is really took a good hard look at like, how much time do I actually need to like, like look at the things I need to do every week, which is what I have in place. Now I've looked at everything that I need to do on a reoccurring basis. How much time should that task take? And then like, plug it in. And like, if I'm taking more time than that, then I'm obviously getting distracted or I'm getting stuck on something or, you know, whatever. But like, I know how much time I should be spending. And I know that that's also like a, I estimate like on the, um, you know, long end of the spectrum in terms of like, this should max take me two hours or whatever it is. Of course, if it takes less time, that's great. Um, so like a lot of what I'm hearing from you, which I love is just like, that intentionality to be like, this is when I'm working on my business. I don't need more time than that. I'm not even going to sit down and be like, oh, I'll just work on like, no, like <laughs> it's yeah. not Monday. It's not Wednesday. It's not Thursday. I'm not working on my business today. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like really, um, I did the same thing when I first started my business, like four years ago, mm-hmm. right. You're spending so much time in Facebook groups, trying to like provide value and find clients and, then you're on all these sales calls and I'm like, this is just exhausting. Right. Like this is exhausting to do this and this isn't sustainable. And so it was so funny when my bishop said that to me, I was like, yeah, I know you're right. Like this is definitely like if I had kids, this wouldn't fly. I can't spend 10 hours locked in an office when I have kids. That doesn't work. No. Um, And so I think when you, like you said, like if you give yourself like a certain amount of time and you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do be very intentional about that time. You know what I mean? Like my kids, I know that I could put a movie on for them for an hour and a half and I could get, you know, I could get all my social media scheduled for an entire week in that hour and a half. Yeah. And that like do money making activities. Right. Exactly. And there's also, um, like our, our human tendency, I guess, to feel like, like we need to do more all the time. And as it relates to business tasks specifically, I know like I've felt this resistance. I've seen, you know, the women inside my membership, like I, you know, have had conversations kind of recently centering around um, like social media for an example and talking about like focus on one platform and like we've been processing through like, okay, like where do you enjoy showing up? Like where are your ideal clients? So like what's the platform that you're going to focus on? And like, I've totally experienced this. So I get it. And I can see their resistance of like, well, I don't really get any clients from Instagram, but like they have that, like, but I don't really want to let go of it because it's like, you know, we can know logically that like we, when we focus our efforts on, you know, a specific task or a specific platform in our business, we know logically that like, that makes sense, right? Like you focus your efforts on one specific thing, it's going to grow faster but we have this like tendency or this like fear of missing out or whatever it is to be like, I need to be all the places and I need to do all these things in my business that aren't necessarily connected to like the, the 
you know, money-making activities or just like the big picture for your business. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're doing free coaching calls or you're, um, you know, if I was going and interviewing like any and, you know, any random person on my podcast, but it's not necessarily connected to the end goal or the bigger um, picture of this podcast or my business, like what's the point? Like it's just a busy, busy work is what it is. Yeah. I think we have a tendency, especially as women to do a ton of busy work, right? Like Mm -hmm. I know for me, relaxing is very hard. Mm -hmm. I am like not (laughs) good at just like sitting down and doing like, even when I used to go to the pool, right? Like I'm still bringing books with me and I'm like, I've got to like, you know, do some like, but take a breather. (laughs) Like like, I honestly, so what I do is I have like uh, my planners over there, but I have my planner. And the first thing I do in my planner each week is schedule family time in. I love that. So that goes in first, like our church activities, whatever they are. Right. So they all go in my planner first. And then I'm like, okay, now where, what other tasks need to be done Mm -hmm. and where can I fit it in Mm -hmm. based on the days in which I allow myself to work. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. That that even makes me think of like, um, I don't know if you've read the book Profit First, but it's like using the same approach with like, so the Profit First um, is like a, you know, kind of cash management method, but it's for business owners. And so like the whole, the basic point of it is that, and you can apply this to your personal finances, which is what I did too. Like when you look at your personal finances, you're setting aside savings first. When you look at your business finances, you're setting aside profit first. And it literally, like he has you start at, like start at 1%. Like it's so ridiculously small that you can't not set aside that 1% of profit in a separate savings account for yourself. But it's just that intention of like the thing that is really important and it's going to benefit you, like your savings account or your business profit account or your family time, like you're doing that first and then filling in everything else, like divvying up the money or divvying up your time after you've done that very first step. Yeah. That, um, it reminds me of the scripture, right? Jesus says, you know, like where your treasure is or like where your heart is, that's where your treasure is. Yeah. Right. And so if we're putting all of our focus into our business and neglecting our family, Mm -hmm. I mean, what's that telling you about your priorities? Right. And it's, and it's so tough because I think so many of us have like really altruistic reasons for our businesses, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't start our business because we're like these greedy, like money hungry people, right? Like right. you did it to impact your family and the families of your clients and the people that your clients are going to impact. And, and so we have these really good ideas and the intention is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like too much of a, a good thing is never a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. So putting your family time first, right? And like really making them the priority makes such a difference in your business. Because then you're not doing those busy tasks. You're not doing non-money-making activities and things like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I've kind of already said this, but like the the intentionality to like sit down and like the different examples that you gave of like like this, like, you know, scheduling in your family time first, looking at what your week looks like in terms of family activities and quality time together um, or like, you know, um, batching your time with like, you know, this is my client work day, this is my marketing day, so my membership day, or um, batching meals and actually playing that out in advance. Like the more that we can be intentional with our time, different ways that we can do that in different areas of our business and life, 
Um, it's just, it's helping us focus again on the big picture, the way that we want to live, the priorities that we want to have. And it's the flying by the seat of our pants, which I totally, like, I have that tendency, like, that's where I go. Um, and I'm sure most people do. Um, you know, I'm totally not by nature. I'm totally not the kind of person that it's like, I'm super organized and I lean, like I, um, you know, there's, there's people who lean towards like systems and like organizing things, you know, naturally like that, that's just naturally what they go to. I don't, I resist yeah. it. And then I'm so thankful when I finally set up systems and organize and declutter and whatever it is. Um, but it's just, again, it's, it's, being intentional so that you don't, you don't go, fall back into that natural tendency of just flying by the seat of your pants and then your priorities get all skewed up. And that's where, you know, it gets flipped totally reversed where it's like business first and then everything else. Like, yeah. and that's not, it, it's terrible. I, I hate when I've been in that place. Like it does not feel good whatsoever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which totally makes sense, right? Because God's not a God of like chaos and confusion and anything, right? There's like an order. So there's, um, so if you actually look up, um, so in Genesis one, right? So where it says like God created like the light, right? But then it's not like, what is it? Day four, right? That he actually creates like the sun and all of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you look at like the Greek translation of it or like the Hebrew translation of it, it actually means chaos and order. So on the first uh-huh. day, God created chaos and order and oh, separated so cool. them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I think about it, I'm like, this totally makes sense, right? Like yeah. Satan is the prince of confusion and lies and disorder. And Jesus is the prince of peace. Yeah. And like calmness. And so I'm like, of course, it would totally make sense that like when I do this fly by the seat of my pants, you know, family time and business and everything that nothing is actually successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, you know, that, that perfectly transitioned into this next thing that I wanted to ask you. And so I would love if you could share like, um, you know, in talking about like the importance of just like, you know, homemaking, like being successful at home, like what benefits have you seen or like experienced when you started like making that a priority? Oh my gosh. The, it's like, honestly, like endless. So we're, um, so I do like a 10 minute tidy three times a day, just like set my timer for 10 minutes and go like, you know, make the beds, rotate laundry. Like you mm-hmm. can, I promise you, I do this now. I'm really good about it, but I put the laundry away as soon as it comes out of the dryer. Yeah. And all of my friends are like, wow, you're such an adult. <laughs> But it takes me under five minutes to get it done. Um, And so it's so interesting because like my kids have um, their room is like picked up and like nice every Mm -hmm. day now. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't do it because they see the rest of our house in total organization um, that they like naturally feel this way. Like my eight year old grabbed the vacuum the other day just to go like vacuum. So I wouldn't have to think about it. And I was like, this is so great. Um, and, um, and the other thing I find is like, it's a lot easier to relax. Like in my home, when my home is in order, right. When there's nothing on my counters, when the dishes are done, like I don't go to bed with dishes in my sink. Um, cause I don't want to start my day with a bunch of dishes in my sink or laundry that needs to be done or any of these things. So I try to get all that stuff done before we go to bed and, 
And I even put that in my, um, my planner, like how long it's going to take me to cook dinner, how long it's going to take for us to eat dinner, how long it takes for me to clean up after dinner. Yeah. It's like, so it's so crazy. Um, I sound like a crazy person, but like, no, I don't, I, I don't think so at all. I mean, like when you, when you know, like, it's not actually going to take me that long. Like the thing that you said about putting away clean laundry, like I've gotten better about like, I'm not going to take it out of the dryer unless I'm going to go put it away right now. Like it's such a simple thing. And to have that laundry basket that I move around the room for like days is super annoying. And I spend more time doing that than actually just like putting it away. Like it's such a simple thing. And so it like, it does sound like, like I know again, like I said, like my tendency is not to like be that intentional and doing stuff like that. And I know that I have gotten over this mental hurdle because for a long time, I felt like any sort of rigid, rigid quote unquote structure, um, that it was like restricting. And I was like, I don't want to live my life like that, but it's like, it's so freeing. The more you do that, it really does just like free up you know, your time to actually be present and relax because you know that you have enough time to get everything done that you need to get done. Yeah. It makes such a difference. Like my husband now comes home and like, everything is like good. Like there are no like throw pillows on my floor from the dogs and the kids. And like, he comes home feeling relaxed. Like I feel relaxed. Um, and so then like when our kids go to bed, it's just like, okay, this is great. Like we can just hang out and I don't have to think about my business. I don't have to think about what needs to get done tomorrow. Like Cause I know that I was already very intentional with my scheduling and my time and I know exactly what needs to happen mm-hmm. tomorrow and I can deal with it tomorrow and I can just be present in the moment with my husband. Yeah. And it's like makes such a difference. It does. Well, and, and just like, you know, something that you said earlier in terms of your kids, like that's something that like, I think that is a huge, um, benefit and like a, a huge, um, I don't know how to say this, like when you have order and like there's peace, like in your home, like your kids act totally different. I know my daughter's like that where like when things are relaxed and calm and spacious and there's actually room to play, like, you know, there's not so much clutter. It just totally changes their, like their whole, their whole attitude, their whole like energy about them. They're not, you know, they're not acting up as much. They're they're present and they want to play and they want to go do independent stuff um, because they can see their toys and they can find them. And, you know, it's just, that's obviously a huge ripple effect because it just, it changes the, like the whole environment in your house. Um, And obviously directly affects like their behavior. Yeah. I think, I think like homemaking, right. It gets like such a bad rap, right. It feels so like anti-feminism, you know, which (laughs) I have my feelings, but, um, but I feel like it is. So, I mean, God, God talks constantly about like the home being like Mm -hmm. a center for so many things. Right. And so I think about it too, as like service, like what it, what, how would I feel if like the missionaries knocked on my door right now because they were like in my neighborhood and just like wanted to stop by and see me. Yeah. Or like if they called me and said, Hey, we have somebody who's thinking about becoming you know, a Christian, can we bring them to your home in five minutes? Yeah. Or if I saw somebody who needed help or, um, like when I lived in Philadelphia, like we used to have young single adults over all the time, like didn't have anybody to, to talk about like faith-based things with. And so my home was like a, a church center, right. basically like, you know, it was a place where people could grow spiritually and things. And so if my home 
is in chaos, right? And you can feel that as soon as you walk into a home. Yeah. Right? Like, you know that they just like, you know, sprinted around cleaning and shoved a bunch of things in closets because you said you were coming over versus a home that's like been made. You know what I mean? Right. it's, It's so different than just four walls. It's it's the the throw pillows. It's the caring about people's comfort and, and the experience they're going to have in your home. Yeah. And it's, it's opening you up to like, you know, living life abundantly. Like I want to spend time with people. I want to be able to socialize. I want to be able to do spontaneous play dates or, you know, have people drop by and like host people. Like it's, it's, if that's like your heart's desire, like it like, is your house even ready for that? And I, you know, yeah. even when I'm saying that, I'm like, I'm totally guilty of that, like, <laughs> at times, because again, <laughs> again, I, I totally lean towards like, um, this is kind of an aside, but it's related in that, like, so like, I'm an Enneagram type nine, and type nine. And I remember seeing a meme that was talking about like, type nines and their home. And they're the people who like, because I want to maintain like inner peace like that's my tendency I will like let messes build up until it reaches the point where I can't maintain that inner peace and then I go like cleaning frenzy and clean everything but I thought it was so funny because I was like okay so it's not just me but (laughs) I'm not the only one yeah totally funny yeah that is so funny no and like and there's so many things like honestly like even when you do like a 10 minute tidy like take 10 minutes to like clean out a junk drawer, like set Mm -hmm. a timer for 10 minutes and clean out a junk drawer because it will change the whole way you feel. And like, honestly, once you like organize that space and like legitimately organize and not just like throwing away like broken pencils and old batteries, right. But like legitimately organize it, you're not going to be inclined to like make it a junk drawer anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're like, okay, I already organized this. And like, and really like 10 minutes can make such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. like I talk to people all the time they're like I don't have time to clean my house like you know like this every day and I'm like literally 10 minutes like mop yeah. the floors and yeah. be like be done and you're fine yeah. I only deep I like deep clean my house like once a week um on Fridays because I'm a freak and I like want to go into my weekend like with my house like yeah. super clean yeah everybody totally. I know is like like oh I do it on Saturday morning it's like nope I want to sleep in <laughs> like I'm not getting up on Saturday morning to clean my house um and so we like deep clean Friday but then once I do that like it's so easy to just maintain oh I totally might steal that idea I usually do that on Sunday like preparing for my week but like I'm totally gonna try that yeah (laughs) it's so great because then you just like wake up Saturday morning and like your house is like super clean you don't have to do anything and then I got my little shark map mop back thing like it's my best friend I love that thing so you know and like what you're saying bringing it back to business like I just think of you know when it's like this subconscious thing I mean again it's one of those things where we know that like mess disorganization like even if we're like oh it's fine like I tolerate like me joking around with like I let mess get to a certain point before it's like the tipping point and then I go go like cleaning crazy um I know that like when that when that mess is there or when just things aren't like it it doesn't feel peaceful in the room even if I'm not consciously aware of it there's still like at the back of my mind it's still there it's still noise and um you know bringing it back to business it's like thinking about 
you know, stewarding your business, taking care of your clients, showing up, um, just feeling like a boss in your business. It's like, that's really hard to do when you feel like I can't even like handle my house. Like my house is chaotic, but somehow I'm going to show up and like be this powerhouse online, in my business and get things done. I know personally that when I feel like, like things are, you know, I've just gone on this cleaning spree and it feels so peaceful and calm in the house. Like that makes me feel like I can show up and get things done in my business and yeah. vice versa. When I feel like things are chaotic, I feel like things are chaotic in my business. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that makes such a difference. Like, um, even like, I don't know, I think about it in like all things, right? Like even when you're like with your significant other, like ladies, if there's like a pile of laundry in the corner of the room, like <laughs> it's not going to translate well in other areas of your marriage. So yeah. like, I, I think about it all the time, like, um, especially with like with business too. Right. So if you're, if you're disorganized in your business and you're very fly by the seat of your pants, then like you're constantly like your adrenaline's probably high, your blood pressure is higher. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting here thinking like, okay, I need to do these 27 different things today. When really, like, if you just, like, slow down and, like, plan it out, yeah, way more calm, and, like, you could actually enjoy your business. I think that's why so many people get burnt out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally think so. Because it's just, it's this, like, crazy snowball domino effect of, yeah, all the, all the chaos in all the areas of your life. And it just, yeah, it does, like, it's the, it's the highway to burnout. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally as we kind of wrap up this conversation, I would love if you could share a little bit more. You talked about your membership and I would love if you could really tell women like why they need to get in there. Oh my gosh. She's the nicest. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I have just like a membership that I run. So, cause it's super low cost. Cause I was like, I don't want this to be a burden on families. Like it should, shouldn't be a struggle. It should be something super easy. And so mm-hmm. We, I just run a membership with like a ton. It's like somebody called it like the homemaking, like Christian homemakers, Netflix. It's just it. like full of, so I have like a bunch of categories and then I just jam pack it full of like new videos every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do like office hours and there's a private community off of Facebook. So that way you don't have to worry about it. Like not showing up in your newsfeed or worrying that your aunt Sally is going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we really like dive deep into your marriage and like showing up in service in your marriage and how to, you know, stop like feeling like the dishes are a mundane, useless task. And, you know, we talk about our kids constantly and like how to show up as better parents and like be more purposeful and intentional with our parenting and, um, keeping our homes in order. And so it's just like, it's very like biblical, a home overview and it's my favorite thing in the whole world yeah it sounds incredible I was so excited when you talked about like that you were starting this up um and I just like community is so huge to me I know a lot of women value it too um and I just know like it's like the more connected you feel to a community that you can be supported and that you can just connect with women um it's just so incredibly valuable. And so, um, I love, I love that, that you've created that. Um, what's the name of it? What's it called? Um, so it's called prudent homemaker. Um, and it's, 
um, I'm sure now it'll drop like a link somewhere in the show notes and stuff, but it's, it's super fun. Like we have people of all ages, like women who just got married to like grandmothers and things. And so it's so cool to see them talk to each other and like collaborate. And it's so, it's so nice. Like, yeah. Like a sisterhood uh, feeling of just like, yeah. Supporting women. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And how these like biblical truths kind of like transcend no matter like what stage of life you're in and whether you have kids or not. Right. Like you could all, you know, everybody hates doing the dishes, right? but I promise (laughs) you can see God in doing the dishes. Yeah. So cool. Um, well, and you've got a coupon code. So share. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys use the code (laughs) Natalie, then you get a free month in the membership. So come hang out with us and you can hang out with Natalie in there too. Yes. Thank you so much for offering that. You're so sweet. Um, she's the coolest. So I will definitely put a link in the, um, the, the description in the show notes for that, if they want to check that out. Um, and then tell us like where else they can find you online. So where do you hang out? Um, so I have a Facebook and so it's just pricelessly imperfect, which is the main brand, right? So prudent homemaker is my membership and then pricelessly imperfect is the brand. Um, and then same thing on Instagram. You can find me at prudent homemaker interest. I think it's pricelessly imperfect. <laughs> Switching between the two constantly, but I'm everywhere. I do exactly what Natalie says you shouldn't do, but I'm everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I, so to clarify, cause I totally think like it's valuable to be like, even if you're not active on, I mean, Pinterest isn't necessarily social media, but yeah, like, like you know, content. being on Pinterest, even if you're not really actively pinning, having an Instagram account, like I think it's valuable. And what I often, this is, I'll, I'll just address this real quick is that, um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I advise women to like, even if you're not going to be active, like there's nothing wrong. And like, like you don't have to deactivate your Instagram account just cause you're not using it. But then like, if you know your main place is Facebook or whatever, just like in all those places or your website, whatever, point them back to that. Um, yeah. So I love that you're all the places, but I know that you're also like super focused on your membership. So (laughs) (laughs) that is the number one focus. So that's all I talk about in all the places. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. I loved this conversation. I so appreciate your time. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you've loved this episode, head on over to iTunes and leave a review means the world to me, but more importantly, it helps more women find and benefit from this show. And if you're not already plugged into the Presence and Purpose Facebook group, come join us. I want you to get plugged into the community and get the support you need because we're not meant to do this whole business thing alone. Until next time.